welcome to Contemporary Art Podcast uh, with me, Lisa Febran, and me, Cecilia. <laughs> and today, um, we are having an emergency meeting, apparently. <laughs> well, <laughs> because Cecilia really wants to show me something. Oh, my so gosh. So we decided to, to, you know, record this one um, a bit sooner than usual. Yeah. It's just, I think it's going to be a nice, light and funny. And like right now, I like, I just need to start and then you guys will understand everything because we're going to laugh a little bit. And I want to see Lisa's reaction to the thing because I think <laughs> we'll, we'll have fun. Okay. So Lisa, I'm going to send it to you by text message and uh, I'll put it on the screen. Okay. So this is the new mascot for the 2024 Paris Olympic Games. What do you think this is? A squid? Nope. A rocket? Mm-hmm. Nope. It isn't a rocket? No, it's not a rocket. <laughs> you are so not ready for what it is. <laughs> a hat? Yes. What kind of a gnome hat? Why are we doing? <laughs> are we is is friends? Does does friends have some kind of weird connection to gnomes or something like that? <laughs> like what is going I mean, on? Honestly, I wish because it would make more sense than why they actually picked this. So now I'm I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. So okay. during the revolution mm -hmm. that we had. We had this symbol of these hats that are called, how do you call them in English? Phrygian, Phrygian cap. Phrygian? Yeah, so it's P-H-R-Y-G-I-A-N. And it's a, a symbol of the French Republic. What, what would that be in French? Um, le bonnet phrygien. I was hoping that maybe it's one of those things where it's like the same word in Russian too. <laughs> it could have been, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, so, yeah. Was it like, like kind of like a gnome hat or did it look somehow different? Not really. Like, so basically this is like part of a very, very popular painting of the... Like they made of the revolution with uh, this woman that symbolizes the revolution, which is called Marianne. Oh, I found it. Okay. Dude, so it looks like a gnome hat. Come on. I <laughs> You're thought that a gnome. Maybe... <laughs> it looks like. I thought that maybe this is like maybe I you know got the Smurfs. Wrong. The Smurfs. It, it looks like a Smurf hat. It looks like a gnome hat. I mean, come. Uh... <laughs> I mean, you know, like I thought that maybe you know, like sometimes. The illustrations, they can be funky, and especially since this illustration has this, this weird legs on the side, right? So it mm. looks like maybe it has little, like, things that cover, at least cover up the ears, and then it would make it look like a different type of hat, not a gnome hat. But this is a gnome hat with a little front pouch thingy as well. Yeah. Girl! <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. Yeah, so out of any French symbols we have, they picked the Phrygian cap. 
And so basically, the comedy says they want the mascots to incarnate the French spirit, which is okay, whatever. Um, okay. Yeah, the eyes are like, you know, you can see the blue and like the like the blue and white of the, you know, the French flag. There's like a little it's a ribbon. It's funny that it's like a red hat, though. Well, yeah. I mean, coming from the Russian girl. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> also, also, you know, this hat looks a little bit like a Santa hat, too. I know. It just... And like the way they, with, the, with the toupee. Yeah. The way they made it, like, you know, even as a, like, a doll and, like, a, a little character, like... <sighs> My Duolingo for French. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, could not be. Just right on time. The could they be more <laughs> accurate? I don't think so. <sighs> I like the fact that they were so proud to present the new mascot. I just like I'm gonna get so much from everyone. Like everybody who's gonna <laughs> you know discover and hear about it, they're gonna come to me. So. <laughs> I mean, brace yourself. You've got two years to get it together. <laughs> Until I know. Then. I'm gonna hear about it so much. Yeah. Mm. Oh, as well as embodying our games, our mascots will carry them forward, showcasing the ambition of the games, which is truly revolutionary. <laughs> I can't even say it. I'm so mad about it. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, how is it supposed to... What? The games are revolutionary? What the fuck are they on? I, this is the most, like... This is a display of wealth and of people pouring money into useless shit. I'm sorry to all the sports people. Like, I understand that sports is important. Like, it's important well, to like, be... It's more the, the French comedy that's organizing these games. Like, you know what? Just... What what do you think when you think about France? Like what comes to mind? Like what that would you symbol like that kind of like you know like the flower, the lily flower? Yeah, okay. Like um, even think about it. Making like fucking baguettes. Little, yeah, little pastry, <laughs> like little croissant, little you know, like that'd be so cute. Yeah. Like little yeah. mascots that's like little pastries. That Macarons. would be adorable. Macarons. Yeah. Like there's so many How cute things. How do you pronounce macaron? Macaron. 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 Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Super stoked about it. Like, marketing team on point. I mean, honestly, at the same time, it does bring more publicity when you choose something ridiculous. That, oh, we're definitely getting publicity. I don't know, like, they're... Just people think they're a little bit ridiculous, but like just... you either go. I feel like you either go for like a really cute angle, but you would have to also choose something that could be marketed well, you know, um, like beforehand, like making a little cartoon or something like that to go but viral. Or imagine some shit, little you know? pastries. Or... It's true, but I don't know. I I want a I want a croissant like a little plushy. I would buy it. Honestly, yeah. I think that the one that we had was uh, Chiburashka. Yeah, yours were so cute. 
the Sochi one. That's a Soviet uh, cartoon character. Yeah. I love Chiburashka. The cutest bitch ever, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was There's like this joke that my mom yeah. keeps repeating from that cartoon. Mm-hmm. My mom always like, whenever I say something that is kind of... Actually, let me tell you the, the little scene. So basically, Chiburashka is with... Um, the fuck is his name? Uh, Krokodil Gena, which is Crocodile Gena. It's this, okay. this gene. Crocodile gene, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's... Um, uh, he's big, right? And Chiburashka is small. And Chiburashka says, Oh, um, I'm gonna carry this the suitcase and you carry me. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is so, you? Throw so me my home. mom always says, like, so, like, whenever I say something that's technically like, Oh, I'm gonna do this. But whatever she's supposed to do kind of yeah. technically takes care of what I'm supposed to do. She's like, mm-hmm. Don't Chiburashka me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like you little Chiburashka. <laughs> you, you have, I'll carry the suitcase and you carry both of us. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anything more accurate. <laughs> and then also another joke that like went viral on Tumblr like a few years ago where Chiburashka and uh, uh, Crocodile Jean, they're like walking on the, um, what is it called? Um, uh, uh, train tracks yeah. and they're like oh if you ever get lost um in wait was it was it in life or something like that or yeah if you if you get lost it's kind of like the same as in life or whatever you just find like you know the train tracks and you follow them or whatever something like that right yeah and the joke is that they're like they're they're like you will never get lost if you have the train tracks mm-hmm. and they keep walking and then there's um construction in the middle and they're like that's Basically, very like existential. Kind yeah, of it's like follow the tracks, but like yeah. Sometimes they end. <laughs> it's obstacles. I need to no. I actually need to like find the proper joke and uh, show it to you because like I feel like it it was a lot better than this. This retelling was really bad. That's well, that you know, we get the idea. See, um, oh, is it very difficult for you, uh, crocodile gene, to wear to carry all those things? You know, um. Then I'll carry the things and you carry me. It's so cute. See? <laughs> like, oh. why? <laughs> oh, I loved it. It's I'm so, so mad about the decision. Uh, we're gonna chat about which. Okay. Jingle! Will I be nervous if I'm chosen to be on the show? <laughs> no. Why should I be? I am extremely comfortable being on national television. Are you I would be terrified. I don't think I would be terrified. I'd be okay, I think. On but, national television? Yeah. I don't trust myself to like not say something stupid because of stress. No, I would probably say something stupid or do something stupid or like fart or something like that. I, obviously I wouldn't, but you know, <laughs> like you just you just don't know what's gonna happen. You might Exactly you might my like body, fall. I you am might, not in control of my body. You so. might sneeze. Yeah. And then, and maybe it was a bad day and uh-huh. your nose was not empty. <laughs> you don't know what's happening, you know? Honestly, you don't know yeah. what's going to happen. <sighs> so I'm not going to say that, like, obviously something bad could easily happen. It's just my scale for what I would actually be scared of hmm. is a little different for me now. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I think I'm more scared when I'm on, like, waiting at the phone, 
for my oncologist to call me, that's scary. <laughs> Remission, bitches. Remission, bitches. <laughs> I keep on talking in every video. Like, I posted a video today. And at the end, I'm like, Oh, I, I saw it. Yeah, bitches. I watched it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, there's I... a reason why I'm in such a good mood. Because... <laughs> Because I'm in remission, bitches. I hope you make a, like a short of this because it's pretty good. Honestly, I should. Yeah. But you know, um, honestly, YouTube has been strange recently in terms of like. I think um, they're adjusting to TikTok and and like the new you know like reels and stuff. I think so, and like I I don't know. It's been it's been weird because like things. Are always performing in a weird way for me like mm -hmm. I like for example I thought that Lolita video was gonna like do really well because a lot of people were asking for it for like years from me right and then it just didn't do even my mm. regular numbers and I was like what the fuck is going yeah. on um, so I don't know what's happening in any case I think you're just a magical girl bitch <laughs> I'm just a magical girl bitch no the thing is like um, it's just but even, you know, but even those like magical girl videos or whatever, mm -hmm. um, they're also not very stable. Just things just happen, you know. Yeah. Um, in any case, I am, I am writing the fate deep dive. But the thing is, fate deep dive is taking, is sucking the life out of me. I'm going <laughs> to tell you what. Okay. <laughs> this show, um, it's not like I'm not like a hater of this show because like some people are really really negative about it online and like mm -hmm. I get it because I personally as an adaptation it is it does piss me off but this video in particular I'm writing it from a perspective of not as an adaptation kind of critique but yeah. more of like a separate show like I'm not going to compare the two I'm not going to be talking about all the things all the opportunities that they missed and stuff like that because yeah. I feel like a lot of people think that you're either a winxer who's like I I hated this show because it didn't do this, this, and this, right? Or mm -hmm. you are a Fate fan who hates Winx fans, you know, and who's saying that this show is good on its own, which I don't think it is. Like, it's mm -hmm. not a good show. Um, it, it's not a, it's not the fault of the actors or, like, you know, mostly the actors are not, not like, they don't have anything to do with how, why the show is bad. But in any case, it's just, it's sucking the life out of me. So I was like, okay. I need to be working on multiple videos at the same time because I need to switch my attention from one thing to another so I don't go insane, right? Fair enough. But at the same time, it starts to take me so long to make any of those yeah, long, like, yeah. long videos. Unless you're like working on a shorter video that doesn't require as much research as like the deep dives, then um, maybe so you can, yeah. I mean, the thing is, so so basically right now, right, I'm doing... I'm doing um, about two videos a week. I do like one video every four to five days. Mm -hmm. So sometimes two videos, sometimes one video, whatever. And um, those ones are usually, most of the time, it's those that are shorter, right? Like, yeah. for example, I can do research for one day and I can actually make a video about it, right? Mm -hmm. But all the other stuff is like, I have to be doing it at the same time because otherwise the algorithm is going to be mad at me. I know. <laughs> Well, you know, it's I so started editing the one podcast we filmed on Monday, and like I have a full time job, right? Mm -hmm. I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm telling you, like it's just I don't know how you do. 
I, I'm I, like the thing is I'm also like you know I wanted to like get like a part time job so I can like be a little mm. bit more stable that I don't have to be worrying about Paying the views. I as a person I don't give a shit about the views, but at the same time as like a creator who relies on this as an income well, I do care thing. about the views. Yeah. So that's the you issue, still need right? to be able to afford like buying paying for your rent and buying food because we're yeah, living in and also like yeah and also like people sometimes like you know like some people who talk about like online creators and stuff like that they sometimes say like oh like if you wouldn't be doing it for free then like why are you even doing whatever like that's just nonsense because okay. like i wouldn't be making this much content if i was making it for free right like and i would still do it maybe not, no i think the idea is like you're not only making content for money you're making content that you enjoy talking about and you know like also mm -hmm. you like graduated in art so you have some knowledge that's, that you're, yeah. you know. That's literally like my field, just, right? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people put me in the same, I mean, like, actually, my subscribers are great. They don't really do that. But I, I just know. see sometimes people talking about these things and they put people who are, like, from the art world oh. into the same group as people who got, like, famous online on accident, oh. like, by accident. Like, yeah, even I and, I did go to, like, art school, like, Emily Carr and mm -hmm. stuff. I studied visual communication so again like Marketing similar stuff. but not really but, but like, we design. still have like a bachelor's in some sort of like yeah that's literally our and, field like this yeah. is what we were studying to do not specifically youtube per se right but no, content no, but creation or not exactly. even content like for me it was specifically fine art right yeah. but fine art is such a pain in the ass like it is a field that is for nepotism babies yeah. You cannot be a good artist and produce tons of art mm -hmm. to sustain yourself and be interesting to this world of art. And it's getting into it is very, yeah. very difficult because if you are rubbing shoulders with the really, really rich people, then you'll be fine. But if mm -hmm. you don't, you're basically selling a lot of your work for like 20 bucks, 30 bucks and like good luck making your rent and stuff, you know? Yeah. So obviously a lot of people who finish school um, like me, you know, uh, yeah. who got uh, a degree in something that's like visual arts, rela arts related because for two years I was doing double major with film so I have like m a lot of technical yeah. skills from the other stuff right and it's like I don't know basically this whole conversation is just to say that um, but like look you did your you know field I did mine and then boom combine you got the podcast <laughs> exactly but that's <laughs> the thing I sometimes you know I sometimes I just think about like how um, I feel like some people think that this is just a thing that you kind of fall into or whatever, but it's like, well, I, I want to be more, um, stable in terms of like not worrying about views and whatever, because I have a paycheck from somewhere else, but because I had cancer, I cannot like, work. Yeah. yeah. I, I already work a lot. Like, I mean, YouTube is... Uh, considering how much content I make and how like much research I do for it, I don't make yeah. like vlogs, right? Where I just go yeah. hang out and I, whatever. No, no, like you um, do a lot of research, like deep dives. Yeah, and that <laughs> takes so many fucking hours. And then I like think about it, I'm like, okay, like I need maybe like a part-time job, right? But then I cannot get a part-time job because a, um, b basically the only job I could handle right now is a job that's sitting down. I cannot be standing for eight yeah. hours like they yeah. do in America. Because in, in Europe, you're not expected to stand on your feet the entire day when you work in... Um, Nine hours you know. management. 
See, here they expect you to just literally like stand up and like stand、mm. the entire time, right? So, like, it's already difficult when you're in good health, but someone who is a young adult that had cancer, I cannot、yeah. handle it. I can't do it physically. I just cannot. And it's the same for many, many people who are either disabled or were、uh, temporarily disabled and they're recovering and stuff like that. You know, this age specifically、yeah. who don't have office jobs and whatever because we're not the right age to have like sedentary kind of、mm-hmm. um, jobs, right? So basically, sometimes I'm A little bit like、um, annoyed by the fact that I can't focus on doing like a really good long form video、mm-hmm. about like some kind of deep dive into a show because I have to be, I have to keep on making smaller videos to keep on the algorithm's good side, right? Because、yeah. sometimes like I put a lot of work into a video and I post it and it doesn't do well. And then it's like kind of like one of those things where. You need to have a bit more volume to kind of combat that, right? Like, otherwise, you're just going to be kind of shooting in the dark, basically,、yeah. and just hoping that you hit something once in a while.、Um, and I do not like most of the brands that exist who work with YouTubers. I just don't like them. Like, well, you just something wanna, about them don't want to take anything.、Way. Yeah. Yeah. Just for the, like, like, yeah. Whatever、I'm just not good at being a capitalist. Like, I'm just, viewers, not, like, I'm just、yeah. not the best at being a capitalist bitch, you know? <laughs> yeah, because、like, you want to treat the people watching your content with respect. Exactly. And like、mm-hmm. every time I like, do something, like, I take some kind of deal, I, like, I like, do tons of research about, like, oh, okay, so they don't like, scam anyone, whatever.、Mm-hmm. But then it's, like, it's always still murky. Because those、mm-hmm. like not like business, businesses have like a lot of ways that they adapt to the consumer finding out about things. Like, for、oh, example, for、sure. I found out about greenwashing a couple of years ago, where like companies pretend to be more eco conscious than they are. Like, for example, those like Shein esque kind of companies、oh, saying、gosh. that they are、yeah. eco friendly because they use AI technology to predict trends or something like that. And like, who, yeah, and also, I, like, I didn't know. How many like collections do they release? Like, it's, I think it's like per week. Like, the, it, the it's literally stuff... they, they drop new stuff every day. That's insane. She, you know, I, think they, I think they drop it every single day. And there was just like、me. recently, there was this、um, investigative journalism kind of thing that came out that basically talked about how、um, they treat their workers, and it's nuts. It's so bad. It's、yeah. like slavery. On steroids. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean. Like, it's cruel treatment. Cruel. Like, they don't go shower, like, they can't go home to shower and stuff like that. Yeah, I think they work like crazy hours a day. They don't、yeah. have, like, maybe one day off a month or something like that. And they get, like, cents off of one garment.、Yeah. So they have to make have to tons of、so、garments、much. to make even、yeah. a little bit of money. Yeah. Anyway, like, it's, 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 a, whole, it's a whole other thing. I know, thing, that's, but... that's what you s e yeah. Basically, what I'm saying is it's just like I don't want to be promoting bullshit. I don't want to be working with brands that I don't like, right?、Um, and I don't want to be releasing、um, like bad videos. Yeah. Which means that I have to be working so many hours. And like I feel like sometimes because I don't get to work on those like bigger projects that I could be more proud of, you、mm-hmm. know, it feels a little bit like I am.、Um, I don't know, compromising、um, 
too much for my liking, I guess, you know? And like, I don't know, I just kind of... Um, I've been working on this fate video. Yeah. Girl, for weeks at this point. For weeks. And oh. I've, like, I, I've been moving forward in terms of the, um, the script, but the issue is that like, even when I do one, I say one little thing wrong in the video, I, like I use credibility, I lose credibility, um, or or like I get comments about it and whatever. And like sometimes, like I don't know. Basically, it is a whole thing that I'm trying to figure out in terms of how I can, like you know, work, but also like still not like not ruin my health. <laughs> Also, because yeah. I think, balance. I yeah, I think I'm like I think right now I'm a little bit out of balance. Like mm -hmm. I don't have days that I set aside as weekends. Today yeah. I sat down to read which which what what we was gonna talk about. Um, I sat down to read which, and I was like, oh, this is so nice. Not looking at the screen for like an hour. It's so nice because usually like I either walk hopcha. That's when I don't look at the screen, yeah. or when I do like a little workout or something. Yeah, that's when I don't look at the screen. And every other time I'm looking at the screen, I'm either consuming an insane amount of media just to make a video about it. Because yeah. if I don't watch every single second of it, someone's gonna be offended that I didn't watch the entire thing to have an opinion or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and I feel like I'm over consuming media at this point. And then, um, now when we see each other, we just don't hang out. <laughs> we make podcasts. Fuck, I know. No, the thing is, I, I mean, because of the podcast, yeah. we just see each other more often, I feel like. It's true. But basically, I'm working on the witch video, and like, I really want to make it good. I really want to read the um, comic book and like, you know, actually understand what the original story was supposed to be mm -hmm. and how long it actually is, because I didn't realize how much longer it is than the show. The mm -hmm. show only had two seasons, and apparently there's like volumes upon volumes of the comic book like yeah. it's really it's just, crazy i'm shocked that i don't remember the show like i think i only read the books from the magazines have you watched a lot of like disney shows i yeah like um disney channel uh, shows yeah i, I used to because on the wednesday they would show us like there was a channel in france where they would mm -hmm. have like yeah and when i would go on vacation to my grandparents they had like the disney cable channel so I would watch it when I was mm. there, but I don't know. I'll have to look. Okay, then and I maybe, don't know, honestly. Maybe I'm just going to watch it and be like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm, maybe, maybe. Because yeah. the thing is, for example, I did not remember anything about Sailor Moon, but I remember that it was on TV, but I just did not remember a damn thing yeah. before I watched it for the deep dive. Mm -hmm. And with, with which it was more like a conscious show for me. The mm -hmm. same way as like Winx was, because Sailor Moon was obviously a bit before my time, because it was released before I was even born, right? Yeah. But I think mm, with with Winx and Witch, it was like my prime time. That was like mm -hmm. literally, I was the right age to be like at the yeah, center of the Yeah, I was probably a bit older than you, yeah. I think, so like Winx started being released in 2004, but I'm sure it wasn't released in Russia maybe until 2005 or six yeah. at least, yeah. because they needed to translate it, right? So mm -hmm. um, I would assume that I started watching it when I was around nine. Mm -hmm. So I was right in the demographic. 
Same yeah. with which, which was a, like a right around the same time. Yeah. Um, so both of them were kind of big for me in that sense. And it makes it so much easier to actually do these deep dives on shows that I have some nostalgic connection mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Because see, like with Fate, the problems, I am less willing to write them out like it's harder for me because like with with kids shows especially those that i have like nostalgic attachment to um Mm -hmm. you have more fondness for it to actually dig deep to to find what was the issue if you find an issue right and like why it happened to compare to something like fate where there's so many issues that are a little bit more visible i guess Mm -hmm. mostly because it's an adult show so you expect more sense from it you know like you as an adult you expect to be entertained (laughs) like Mm -hmm. when i watch a kids show i feel like i if i'm entertained i'm surprised about it i'm also like kind of surprised in a good way that i was watching something good when i was a kid not some like media that was like half-assed or something like that right yeah but when I watch something that's supposed to be actually for me right now, like a show that's aimed at people older, and like the thing is, I understand that this is like a young adult kind of show, not an adult adult show. But Eugenio Straffi, the guy who created the show, was saying that yeah. this Fate adaptation was for people who were original fans, so people who are from 23 to 30. Okay, yeah. Right now. So obviously, they were aiming at adults. So that's why all these issues start to really piss me off you know and like i have to fucking write it all out and sometimes sometimes writing negative things becomes tiring <laughs> like with wings like and with sailor moon even right there were issues like for example in sailor moon there were some uh, male gazy shots and stuff like that or like really inappropriate relationships and other mm-hmm. things like that but they were like it was kind of a good balance of things that I could gush about and like have like a positive section where I can actually like, you know, talk with passion and with like good, kind of, feelings about the show, mm-hmm. uh, to compare to, you know, the negative parts where you have to like sit down and really write it out because you need to explain to people why it's not a, a good thing for the show, you know? Yeah. Girl, when it's so many things that are wrong, you just keep on writing negative things and like in a negative me- mental state and you're like, I'm just tired. It's tiring to write things that you don't want to be writing about. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I see what you mean. So it, I've been working on this for weeks and for like, why is it taking so fucking long? <laughs> I don't It's just understand. dragging. Like every time you watch it, you know for a fact that you're not going to have a good moment and you're like, now I have to write about it. And every time you know you have to watch it, you're going to be like, no, just two more minutes scrolling. <laughs> oh, I'm exactly. going to take a five for a walk. Exactly. Cecilia, I keep on let's doing go for this. coffee. Especially, especially. <laughs> <laughs> me bothering you whenever like I, I need a break because the thing is like I have a hard time staying outside or like something along those lines when I'm going alone mm-hmm. so like I need to be like let's go for Assistance. coffee so I know that I'm gonna be out of the house for at least an hour and a half like I need to make sure <laughs> that I'm you know not going to go for like 15 minute walk and then come back home and start working again mm-hmm. I really need to figure that shit out the life work-life balance because I do not have it and I feel like if I had money that would be easier because <laughs> because when I don't work what else am I gonna do everything costs money you know what yeah. actually pissed me off I mean, this girl yeah. went viral recently 
Did you see that? I don't know if you saw, but this girl who was like talking about how like she spent ten thousand dollars to go to a Harry Styles concert. Pardon me. Mm. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh my god. And um, is it like like Ticketmasters again? Like. Um, no, in this case, it was StubHub, and the issue was that she oh bought tickets, but then the tickets were not sent to her on time. Like they weren't sent to her before the show, so <sighs> she needed to like find another like other tickets. And the person, like a StubHub person, was like, "Okay, so I can give you balcony tickets for this night. I don't have any other like." Because they didn't send her the tickets on time. Um, yeah, so she couldn't she couldn't get into the venue right because she didn't have the tickets. It wasn't yeah, this, it wasn't StubHub who did how, it. it. Where was did she person. get those tickets if she didn't Stub, receive them on time? StubHub is like from people from different people. Oh. It's not like a company that sells it. You know what I mean? So those people did not send it to her. It wasn't like obviously this whole situation. Obviously she's not in the wrong for being like oh I want my tickets, but then she was like she like made this whole video complaining about the fact that she couldn't get her like floor tickets so yeah. she was like and and the floor tickets were like two thousand dollars a piece right <gasps> so then they were already expensive right so then she was like okay um they she was offered balcony tickets she said no to them even though she's been to like 20 if not 30 harry styles concerts oh like she basically gosh. follows yeah. him to every single venue and goes to all of his concerts on the floor yeah and then she like she was like um yeah i I had to find other tickets, and she found basically she found tickets that were like four to five thousand a person. And she bought two for that night, and she bought them. And then, and then she also was like complaining about this whole StubHub situation. But then it turned out that StubHub actually returns money to you in its entirety if you don't actually get the tickets. So she didn't lose that money. It's just yeah, like she just, she just bought ten thousand dollars. Like yeah, so she's like she's completely out of it. Can you imagine? Like $10,000 is probably like 10 months of rent for me. That's genuinely life-changing money. That money could make your life so much easier just, you know, to to have like a little wonder, bit of money. Even to as like an artist, like, can you like imagine having people pay this much money to go to your show? Listen, like, I know it's not I, up to them and everything. That's and, like, it's actually... It's the venues and like, you know, the websites no, and stuff. you know what? Turns out, turns out that there is a little bit of something going on. Like, I'm going to send you a TikTok right now that I saw today because there was okay. a big, big scandal today about Taylor Swift. Oh, I, I saw some, even not before today. Yeah, so just... her tickets were going on Ticketmaster because she basically did um, the ticketing system that is adjustable ticketing system. So basically, uh, depending on demand, the, the prices would yeah. change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though you can opt out of it as an artist... For example, Ed Sheeran, yeah. who I usually don't particularly like, he actually opted out of it. Mm-hmm. She ma- he made it impossible to raise the prices and, Good, and, and have them like you know like inflated. Yeah. You know how much the prices were for um, Taylor Swift tickets? No. Fifty thousand dollars. <gasps> That's insane. I'm gonna That's look because I booked tickets for. Um... A Swedish band that's coming to Vancouver on Ticketmasters, and I had to do like a like Ticketmaster pre-sale. I'm curious to see like the comparison of the price I paid for them 
from like on pre-sale and now i mean it, it did, did say when i ever when i got so to the pre-sale it was like oh prices may be like adjusted depending on the demand and i was like what is this but i exactly. had no idea That's like nonsense. they had the well, you yeah. know what? If I see an artist do that, I just automatically assume that they're just like, like so money hungry and for what? Like especially mm-hmm. when it comes to like someone like Taylor Swift. I understand when it's like a small band and they're like, we gotta like we we're gonna make it um, as affordable as possible. But if there's more demand, let it be adjusted slightly or whatever. Just because like mm-hmm. they're not that popular, the tickets are not gonna get extremely expensive, right? I still wouldn't yeah. do that myself. But like, okay, like, you know, for whatever reason, maybe they would do that. I don't know, they're still pretty cheap. Watch, watch the TikTok. We can, we can like, um, put yeah. it in. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's really hard to see the Swifties um, going through what they're going through with Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster chairman reveals that 14 million people hit the site in the Eras Tour pre-sale. The site was supposed to be opened up for 1.5 million and 14 million people were able to enter the site. Not only that, but you better believe that Ticketmaster and Live Nation are absolutely considering this to be a win. Um, The chairman says, we did sell over 2 million tickets that day. We could have filled 900 stadiums. This is bragging. And you know who else is celebrating? And this is going to be hard to hear. Blondie. Blondie is for sure celebrating. Taylor Swift officially broke the record for most tickets ever sold for an artist on Ticketmaster in a single single day with pre-sale of the Eras Tour. They sold 2 million tickets. The, they sent out 1.5 million, 1.4, I already forgot the number, 1.4 million uh, pre-sale codes. 14 million people entered the site. Why were people able to enter the site without a pre-sale code is my number one question. And I hate to tell you guys, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, um, but Taylor Swift is just as complicit in this as, as any of the other people involved. As upset and frustrated as you are with Ticketmaster, you should be as upset and frustrated with Taylor Swift. Because just like other artists have canceled out any tickets that have been resold in their concerts, Taylor Swift could have done something like this. Tennessee Attorney General is launching an investigation into Ticketmaster following their disastrous pre-sale of Taylor Swift's store. It will investigate whether Ticketmaster delivered on its promise to customers and could grant a court order to make the company do better. Swifties bringing down Ticketmaster is not something that I saw on my 2022 bingo card, but it is something I am absolutely here for. I made a video a couple weeks ago that essentially, I mean, I said a lot of stuff in it, but essentially I said that Taylor Swift has been in her capitalist era her entire career. People were very upset about that. Um, But I don't know what there is to be upset about. This woman has shown you over and over again who she is, and you have refused to believe her. I mean, nothing against it. It is absolutely genius. And I fall for it more often than not, if I'm being quite honest. But this woman does not care. She doesn't care about your parasocial relationship. She wants you to think she cares because that's how she gets you to spend $500 on concert tickets when your budget was $200. I gotta tell you, babes, the only people that care about your crying TikToks and your frustrated tweets about the situation are Jane down the street scrolling blindly through TikTok and coming across it. Taylor Swift, even if she does see it, I guarantee you does not give a fuck. She does not care because if you didn't get tickets, someone else did. And they paid insane amounts of money for it. Anyway, I hope this is the end of Ticketmaster. Very excited for that. Same.
We talked about so, it. It's still happening. Still relevant. It's still happening. It's still. <laughs> if you know, a you little know. dig. <laughs> anyway, um, listen. The thing is, with this whole situation, first of all, first and foremost, Taylor Swift is complicit. She knows what she's doing. She didn't opt out of the adjustment system. She did not uh, cancel out tickets of scalpers as. Mm -hmm other can uh, other um artists do and did before um so in any case like obviously ticket master it's a bunch of bastards but the thing is i'm a little bit glad that uh they're gonna be they're gonna crash and burn and i really um, hope so I, that's all i'm waiting for i mm -hmm, swear to god mm -hmm. I'll, I'll make a cake when this happens Oh my god, see, listen, I literally tweeted, I was like, I'm going to celebrate the um, fall of Ticketmaster the same way as I would celebrate the fall of the monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Again, revolution, baby. <laughs> I'll just buy, I'll, teams. I don't I'll give get a you um, at this point. a Phrygian cap plushie. Please, honestly. Um, it's just, I'm just saying, it's one of those things where like, this is ridiculous. And another okay. thing that I was gonna say, Twitter. Did you hear? Um, falling apart. Basically, oh the entirety. Like, okay, so, 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 there was yeah, there was obviously a lot of issues with him already, and he's already done a lot of stupid shit. I'm not gonna recap all of that. Everyone, no. everyone heard of, about that. But today, yeah. a lot of um, um, Twitter um, main engineers, yeah. like programmers off yeah. Twitter, said that. Yeah most of them quit and that right now the app is already slowing down because no one is debugging it and there's a lot of people a lot of like basic functions of the app that mm -hmm. don't have their like head or any engineers left in the team who were taking care of those things so twitter is basically going to collapse at any moment they said that basically there's nobody to put out fires because you always have to put out fires with apps especially big ones like this mm -hmm. that have a lot of traffic right yeah. so if you don't have a team of debuggers and people who just keep on fixing shit up all the time mm -hmm. your app is just going to fall apart in like seconds whenever something hits the fan yeah. it hits the fan and that's it oh it's you only know? a matter of time and there's so, so many yeah. like like some of the celebrities I follow and stuff, like some of them are just like canceling their accounts and just like they're leaving Twitter because they're just yeah, it's exactly. ridiculous. And and it's what just, like, I saw just today... watching this happening right now is mind blowing. <laughs> it's mind blowing, but also like the thing is, I knew that Elon Musk is dumb. Obviously, he is. Like he's not a smart person, and the only people who think that he's smart are people who are also not very smart. You know, you have got to be literally the dumbest person imaginable to think that buying a patent is the same thing as creating and, and inventing something like you have got to be absolutely insane to think that you know mm -hmm. um especially like my brother he's an engineer he, he fucking hates him <laughs> he absolutely it. despises the guy he thinks he's the dumbest person imaginable and i agree with him and um that's the thing i i knew that he's stupid but i did not know that he's like that level of stupid to go buy Twitter and then not let people who were running it for years to keep running it? Like, you have got to be dumb as shit to go in and be like, I'm smarter than all of these programmers that have been running this ship for a yeah. decade or more. 
seriously? Just like come somewhere like in a new whatever environment and you just tell people what to do right away. Like, like cause you, you think you know better? Like, yeah. excuse me? Yeah, I mean, it's not surprising that someone who made his money by just inheriting apartheid money, basically money from slavery, of course he's gonna be a dumb bitch, like obviously. He's been, he comes from a long generation Oh, not generation, I mean long line mm. of dumbasses. Like, like, of course he's going to be a dumbass. Like, there's no way around it. But it's just insane that he ruined this app that's been working for so many years in the matter of 12 days. That is wild. That I'm must just, be like, a record. In my head, this is not happening because it's, it's so big and so ridiculous that how is it even a thing? Like Twitter is, Twitter's been such a, like, established company that's been able to be profitable for so long of course yeah. in the past few years they were not in the green they weren't expanding and growing and whatever which is like it's fine i don't think your company needs to constantly grow it can just no as long as you like, can survive it's really good like you should yeah. be happy you're not yeah. shutting down because you're some another media or whatever is taking over you exactly and like this company it's just twitter has been such a staple in the social media yeah community i guess or social media i'm app just game. waiting for the replacement because all these yeah. smart people leaving the company like obviously they're, they're gonna create something else like i hope i mean yeah but also like dude i'm just i'm just surprised that he managed to ruin it that quickly like i knew i knew that he was going to ruin it because he rolled out those like you know paying paying for verification ticks mm -hmm. and whatever the fuck already that was it it just yeah. insanity that like, was that just was the, the stupidest shit ever because yeah. it's like it's not a subscription thing it's a verification of a person because otherwise it's going to be yeah. misinformation spread like are you dumb what did you think like seriously the guy really doesn't have even two brain cells like it's insane um <laughs> like i mean he's just saying that like you know how people are like getting the the, the blue thing like the blue check is like Mm -hmm. accomplishing something or like you know being known for something or whatever like it's all it, it, like the point was not that you were like known or famous or whatever but no, the fact that so people you can was... be imitated and yeah. people can get um scammed and other exactly. things like that because they are imitating your likeness yeah. it's not because of any other no, thing yeah, it's not it like a it has nothing to do thing. with that but it's fucking i girl yeah. I cannot believe that, like, he ruined the platform that big in 12 days. Yep. We'll just There must keep, be a we'll, Guinness we'll record watching. or some shit. Yep. Wow. Let's and see. that cost him $44 billion. <laughs> see, $10,000 tickets are not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we will go Peace. now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you for watching and um, or I'll listening, you whatever you're doing. Yeah. yeah, we'll see you soon with a new one, with another episode. Uh, oh, well, what, what, what have I been doing last year? Explain Where's Hopa, by the way? Pika. There's no uh, episode without Hopa somewhere, somewhere. I think she left because it was too hot. <gasps> Pika. Oh, say something. Hey, that please. means... Paka-paka! <laughs>
Au revoir. 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 Au revoir.